My name is Robert Bache, Medicare Bob. I own Senior Healthcare Direct, and my office and I assist people with their Medicare nationwide. It is Medigap Monday, and for those of you that follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, my podcast, you know that every Monday I answer a question or address a topic that has to do with Medicare Supplement Insurance, Medigap. And in this Medigap Monday video, I'm gonna talk about Medicare Supplement Plan N a little bit more in detail and how the out-of-pocket exposure to you actually really works. There's a lot of confusion about it. And part of it is Medicare makes it confusing to an extent. And please don't come after me, Medicare. I love you guys. All right, so here's Plan N is the third most comprehensive Medicare Supplement Plan. Uh, it's a good plan. It really only has four potential out-of-pocket costs. Uh, you have the Medicare Part B deductible, which right now is $185. Then you have what is called a $20 copay for a doctor visit, $50 copay for an emergency room visit, and you have to pay what's called a Part B excess charge. So in this video, I'm gonna go over all four of those out-of-pocket costs to you and how they really work. The first one is simple. It is the 185 Medicare Part B deductible. Now understand, Plan N does not have a deductible. It is that, it just, it does not pay the Part B deductible, which is that $185. So how do you pay that, how does that work? Well, you're every year in January, January 1st, that deductible resets. So you go to the doctor you're in January, February for your first Part B service. You will not have to pay that $185 at the doctor's office. You'll give them your Medicare card and your Plan N supplement card. And you'll go to your doctor visit and you'll leave. And then within about a week or two, the doctor's office will process your claim and they'll see that if you have or have not satisfied your $185 deductible, and they will mail you a bill if you're for up to $185. So if the doctor visit was $100, you'll pay that $100. And the next time you go to the doctor, if it's the same process, again, you won't be, have to pay anything right up front, but you'll go home a week later, you'll get a bill. And if you've already paid 100 out of the 185, and let's say it's the same $100 doctor visit, you would pay $85. Now you have satisfied that $185 deductible. So you, it accumulates throughout the year. You don't have to pay for it. When you go to the office, you'll get a bill in the mail and you'll pay for it. Medicare tracks it for you. Your doctor's office checks with Medicare to see how much of that you've paid and they bill you the difference, okay? Once you satisfy that $185 deductible, Plan N will step in and pay the 20% that Medicare doesn't pay for like diagnostic tests, lab work, MRIs, all that stuff. Now the $20 copay that Plan N has. Medicare themselves call this a copay, which is why it's confusing, but it's not really a copay. And when I say that, a negotiated copay is what we're used to when we go to the doctor and, and on our Blue Cross Blue Shield or Aetna or Cigna or group insurance card that we had a copay with, or maybe even if we had an Advantage plan in the past, you know, we know we have a $10 or $20 actual copay for when we go to the doctor, so we pay that you know, we go in, give them our insurance cards. They always make sure that we stop by the desk again on our way out, and then they take our money because that's the copay. They'll say, hey, your copay for this visit is $15. With Plan N, that's not the process. Even though Medicare calls it a copay, and so will agents and even myself, it doesn't work how a traditional copay works. It's really coinsurance, but it's pretty confusing to explain. So that's why we just call it a copay. But I'm going to try to explain it the best I can. So if you've satisfied your $185 deductible, with Plan N, and you go to the doctor, you're gonna give them your Medicare card and your Plan N card. You're gonna go see your doctor, you're gonna go out, and you're not gonna owe them any money at the doctor visit. It's similar to how the deductible worked. 
what's going to happen is you're going to go home and you're going to get a bill. And your, and your bill is going to be up to $20. So it's not every doctor visit has that $20 copay. It's the, it's, they are allowed to charge you up to $20. So I have a lot of clients that have plan in and they tell me oftentimes their primary care visit might only be $8 that they end up having to pay. And they do not pay it at the office. They pay it to the office later when the office sends them a bill. So there's a lot of back-end stuff that happens where your doctor office has to justify what happened on the visit and what they're allowed to charge. And then it's a co-insurance, which just means it's, it's uh, a portion of what happened in the doctor's office that you'll have to pay up to $20. So that $20 copay is really not a copay where you pay it at the doctor's office. You're going to get a bill up to $20. And from what my clients share with me, primary care is often around $8 and then they might have a cardiologist appointment that ends up charging them or a specialist that ends up charging them for the full 20. But it's not a set $20 copay like we're used to when you go to the doctor's office that you have to pay it. So that's how that works. If you're confused, call me. It's hard to explain. But the point is, is you'll pay up to $20 per doctor visit, but not at the doctor's office. You'll pay it in a bill format later where you then pay the office later. The $50 copay for the ER works exactly the same way. So we talked about the 185 deductible. We talked about the $20 copay for the doctor. So the third out-of-pocket cost of plan in is a up to $50 copay for uh, the ER. And really it's a $50 bill that you'll get in the mail later. So kind of similar situation, if you go to the emergency room with plan in and you're not admitted, so let's say you go for some stitches uh, or you, get, you fall and you get hurt and they find, you know, you go get x-rays and stuff and they don't admit you, um, you know, they, they x-ray your arm or you go in for chest pain and you end up being okay and you're not admitted, you are released with plan in. Well, according to the rules, you have a $50 copay for that ER visit with plan in. But again, it's actually not a copay where you go and you pay that $50. You'll go, and if they do not admit you, you go home. And then about a week or two later, you get a bill from the hospital for $50. Now, with plan in, if you are admitted into the hospital, so let's say you go for chest pain, and they admit you, because, uh, and you actually stay overnight, you will have no bill with plan in. That $50 copay for the ER is waived. And I keep calling it a copay because that's what Medicare calls it, but again, if you're not admitted, You'll pay $50, but not right then and there on the spot. You'll pay it later as the bill comes in the mail. But if you're admitted, that's waived. So we talked about the deductible. We talked about the $20 copay for the doctor, the $50 copay for the ER. The last out-of-pocket cost plan in has is what's called a Part B excess charge. A lot of people get scared of this or intimidated might be a better word or are ignorant about how Part B excess charges work. I mean, I'm talking agents, not even clients. All right, and that's okay, that's no big deal. This stuff can be confusing. So I'm gonna do my best to explain it to you when you understand it. So Part B excess charges, every doctor or provider that has a contract with Medicare, just to keep it simple, there's multiple contracts, but just to keep this simple for this explanation, think of it as them having one of two contracts. The first contract a provider has with Medicare is, okay, Medicare, I bow down to you, I'm not gonna negotiate with you, you're the largest uh, provider of health insurance in the country. I'm not going to negotiate. Uh, whatever you say I'm allowed to charge, I will charge the client. My, my uh, the client patient, they can call you patient, but let's face it, to our providers and hospitals, we're all technically clients. They get paid off of us. We're for-profit healthcare. But, so they, with Medicare, um, they can have a contract where they accept what's called Medicare assignment. Medicare assignment. 
That means that whatever Medicare says that providers allowed to charge, that's what the provider charges, no negotiations, okay? So most doctors and providers have that contract. And if they have that contract and you have plan in, you never have to worry about a Part B excess charge, never. If they accept assignment, you're in good shape. However, there's another contract where the doctors accept Medicare, but they basically say, we'll accept Medicare, but we're gonna charge more than what Medicare allows us to charge. This is more rare. Um, a lot of times I see this with you know, really specialty doctors, okay? But it, it can happen and it might become more and more popular if the Medicare reimbursement rates drop, although they're actually increasing, which is somewhat positive for providers. So if they do have that contract where they're allowed to charge more than Medicare allows and you have plan in, you'll have to pay 15% of that charge. So if they charge $1,000 more than Medicare allowed, you would have a $150 bill. Now, the thing with the Part B excess charges is they have to tell you ahead of time if they're going to charge it. So you do have the right that if they tell you they're going to charge it, you have the right to go to a different provider. So now a lot of times them telling you about the Part B excess charge is in one of those 35 forms that you're filling out and initialing, you know, right before giving consent to care and stuff like that. So it's, it can be confusing if they are going to charge the excess charge or not. But, um, they technically do have to tell you that they're going to charge it. So I'm a, I kind of consider plan in like a PPO where, you know, if you're used to a PPO, you know, you have in network benefits and out of network benefits. Like if you have an advantage plan or group insurance PPO. So if you go to doctors that ex are in network, you have a lower copay. If you go to doctors out of the network, you have a higher copay. So kind of with part B excess charges with plan in, I kind of consider that the same way, right? So if a doctor accepts assignment, you're technically maybe in network, meaning you won't have any surprises. They can't charge you over that Part B excess charge. Um, but if you go to a you know kind of out of network or a doctor that charges more than Medicare, you might have an additional fee of that 15%. So again, full disclosure, educational wise, N is not considered a PPO. That's just how I explain it to people. It's kind of like a PPO where you have two sets, right? If either a doctor doesn't, either a doctor does accept assignment or they don't. If they do, you won't have any of those excess fees. If they don't, then you might. So those are the four out-of-pocket costs. Uh, I think plan N is going to be a very popular plan once um, we get to like 2021, 2022. It's not a bad plan now. I just think that we have more of an educated consumer. Uh, as the baby boomers turn 65, 66, 67, uh, educated. And what I mean by that is also, um, I don't mean education like college or, or environment. I think our consumers that we have now are very educated. I mean health insurance aware, meaning um, they kind of are used to having their health plan not pay everything. You know, a lot of my clients that are in their 70s and 80s now, they come from a generation where health insurance was really good, it was promised to them, they're used to having really robust benefits, they don't like to have bills, which is great, and that's what supplement insurance can help them with. But I think that the, at least I know for me, my health benefits that I'm used to now, I'm used to having maybe a PPO, I'm used to having some co-pays, I'm used to having a deductible, I'm used to having out-of-pocket costs, and I think that, um, when you look at the premiums of F, G, and N, right now G is very affordable, so why not get it and not have to worry about any surprise bills? But I think over the next five years, if the G premium increases and N uh, becomes more affordable and people are like, you know what, I don't mind having a little bit of out-of-pocket exposure you know, is, and, and have the flexibility to go where I want. So I just wanted to do a video about Medigap Monday on Plan N with tons of detail, so I doubt a lot of people are gonna watch this video all the way through. 
But if you did, you should have a good understanding of Plan N. I do think that it's gonna um, have a big, big part of the future for, for Medicare supplement insurance over the next five to 15 years. So maybe this video will become more popular in five years. But uh, if you did watch all the way through and you do have questions about Plan N, um, you know, just give me a call, give my office a call. We do offer it obviously with other top carriers. So we'll get you the best value for it. And if you have any questions that don't have anything to do with Medicare Plan N, but maybe has to do with Medicare, just give my office a call. We are a great free resource for you. We'll answer any Medicare questions that you have. So have a great Medigap Monday. And if you have any questions, leave a comment below or give us a call.